Hello, New York Giants fans. Welcome to episode 72 of the G-Man Journal podcast. I'm your host, Ben Vaccarelli, and today I am joined once more by Dylan Waxman. Yeah, uh, I think this will be a, a good one as we finally, with both podcasts, wrap up um, uh, 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 draft classes or redrafts. Uh, later, we are going to be doing an NBA so-called like playoff with the new format predictions. Uh, we've done this one a few times. I'd like to do one every once in a while, but uh, we can get into it after today's sponsor. Yeah, today's episode of the GMN Journal podcast is brought to you by Chris J. Vaccarelli. If you're a small business and you're looking for an account to help with your tax needs, call Chris J. Vaccarelli CBA. Chris J. Vaccarelli. We don't forget about the little guys. Shout out to him for sponsoring this episode, and yeah, we can get into it here. So, if you guys listen to the DW podcast consistently, hopefully you do, you know that we ranked all of the NBA draft classes yesterday, so today is NFL. Um, we are just going to go through 10 through 1 and rank each one of these draft classes that we redraft. Um, hopefully you guys have listened to all the redrafts so far. If not, I highly encourage you to go back and check them all out. But yeah, so we can get into it here at number 10. Oh uh, yeah, just wondering, did you use a, a criteria, the I didn't, same criteria, no criteria? Yeah, no, no criteria. Um, if you guys know, I used a criteria to formulate the, the NBA. I, I think that, I don't know, I thought that it was going to be much harder to do it with the NFL just because it's, it's harder to evaluate talent and, and put you know, everybody on the same level, whereas, you know, in the NBA, you can kind of put a point guard in the center on on the same level, but you can't put, you know, a quarterback and the defensive end on the same level. Right, also, I mean, there's so much talent, like, there's at least 32 probably, like, fringe pro bowlers that go in the first round or when we're redrafting that, like, if everyone's near the same range of talent, maybe a few guys top, it's going to be very close, and yeah. you might get not not great scores just because... Maybe if a class is deeper rather than top-heavy. But anyway, uh, we can get into it where my number 10, uh, it was last in the NBA. I also have the last in this with the 2019 NFL draft class. Yeah, that makes sense. I think, you know, two things contribute to that, in my opinion. Um, one, the fact that, you know, we, we've only seen one year in, of, of football out of them. So I think it's kind of by default it has to be um, towards towards the bottom of the list. Um, I have it just one spot higher at nine, so we will talk about that for me in a second. And also the fact that the 2019 draft class as a whole really isn't terrific. Um, I mean, obviously you have Bosa and Murray who look like they're going to be very good for a while to come. You have Josh Allen, you have uh, Daniel Jones, who hopefully will be good. You know, but but there's also, you know, a lot of guys who who haven't shown a ton of promise in their rookie year. But, but yeah, anyway, for my 10th overall um, thing here, I have the 2013 draft class. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just to I, – I think that those are interchangeable. I have this at 9. You you already said that you have you have it. Do you have 2019 at 9? Now, I think the only thing that I had with 2013 is, although it's not necessarily good – Overall, but I feel like you look at the top, like like there are some bright spots. Like the offensive side of the ball, I don't think is that bad with with guys like D Hop, um, and then Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey, and then you have um, David Bach, Guitari, something like that, um, and then some solid defensive guys. So I think in terms of um, of talent, I don't know if twenty nineteen is going to catch up, but but you never know. So I just decided to keep. Or, or stick with 2019 being a 10. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, so we can move on here to, to 9, where I believe that we have our last two things. Flip-flopped, I have um, here at 10, I have 
the 2019 draft class. Obviously, Dill had it at 10, so um, so that not too much difference there. Again, the 2019 draft class isn't terrific overall, added on to the fact that we've seen almost a full career out of the majority of these um, classes, and we've only seen a year um, out of the 2019 class, so I think both of those are big contributors in the reason that they that it is so low on both of our lists. Dill, what's, what's your nine here? I feel like I, I have 2013 as well, and I think a big reason is some of these guys, that are, or a lot of these guys have proved themselves important at important times. So, like, Zach Ertz, great, or very helpful. In the Eagles Super Bowl run, same thing with Travis Kelsey this year, DeAndre Hopkins has been great for a while, so you look at those guys. Where 2019, nobody has really proved themselves yet as a key piece on an important team because most of their teams, especially the ones at the top, were struggling because because they're not good. Now we did see the Niners make a run to Super Bowl, and Nick Bosa was very helpful, but otherwise, from him, not much, um, not much playoff experience from this draft class. So I think that is a big reason why I had 13 right, ranked ahead of 19. Yeah, that that makes sense. Okay, so we can move on here to to uh, the eighth spot where I had the 2018 draft class. Now you have you know you have Saquon, Lamar, Mayfield, um, Josh Allen, others. Um, those are just the quarterbacks. Um, so it, it certainly. Um, I think you could make the argument that in the future it could be very good, especially if Lamar continues to play at an MVP level and Saquon continues to to be, you know, a top running back in football, then you could arguably have, you know, the the top running back in football to pair with the top quarterback in football, um, two of the the very important positions, especially in today's NFL. I think that um that you easily could have you could easily make the argument for that to go higher, but I think overall you look at some of the other positions of weakness. I mean, you have Quentin Nelson, who's who's good on the offensive line. You have, you know, but the, I mean, the rest of the quarterback class isn't terrific with Mayfield and Allen. But but yeah, that's that's why I have the the eighteen class at, at yeah. Eight. I have that at um that that at seven. I think with fifteen, I have twenty fifteen here. Now I think what what throws me off with fifteen, it's it's at least somewhat deep. Problem is, it is terrible at the top. The fact that I don't remember who you had, I'm blanking hard on that. I had Amari Cooper going at the top. That is not great for being at the top. I had James Winston, who is a backup quarterback at this point, or or at least who will be this season, um, if we have football. I don't think this is a terribly... Um, or it's not a terrible draft class and still has potential, considering it's it's relatively young, but it's not good by any means. Right. I would agree. Um, I think you know it's it's very deep, but but it's deep in the sense that it's kind of the same throughout. You know, you have you have guys like you know Amari, Todd Gurley at the top, uh, Jameis Winston, as Dill mentioned, um, Frank Clark, Byron Jones, who who are all good players. But then it really not it doesn't drop off, but it kind of stays flat, and and that's that's not exactly where you would like to be. You would like to have that that superstar guy um, at the top and where where you really don't have that. I mean, if Todd Gurley continues to or can come back from this knee injury, I guess, um, maybe he can maybe you can make the argument for this to go a little higher. Maybe Amari continues to have continues to have success in um, in Dallas, then I think that that maybe it goes a little bit higher, but at least for right now it's it's not 
terrific. Um, just to mention, I have the 2017 class at, at 7, or the 2015 class, rather, um, at 7. So, yeah, um, so we can move on to DILF 7 here. Yeah, now we have the, had the 4, the, the 10 and 9 uh, flipped, switched, whatever you want to call it, and then and then 8 and 7 are the 2018 class here. Now, I think a big reason, I didn't... Uh, go off potential, but I feel like there's a, a, at least at the top, we already have an MVP, um, one of the better running backs in football when healthy, probably, probably the best interior lineman in football, and that's, and then more, um, not a great quarterback class, but, but we do have Lamar, I think 2018 is a, is a beautiful, um, class for the future and great at the top. I think Lamar, Saquon, and, um, and, and Quentin Nelson, who are the top three guys, and I think they've kind of established themselves as the top three guys, at least for now, um, are, or have tons of potential, and, um, I, I think this has a, the potential to probably go at least into the top five when we go to all these draft classes at the end of the career, maybe even higher, so that is why I had 2018 at least somewhat high, even though it's only two years old. Yeah, that, that would make sense, um, yeah, I, I would agree, um, as I mentioned earlier, you know, you have, you know, three of the top guys at their position in football. Um, so that has to be a big factor, as well as you have Darius Leonard, who um, led the league in tackles his rookie year. So uh, a very successful class, um, at, at least to date. So we can move on here to to the sixth um, slot, where I have the 2010 draft class, um, a draft class that consists of guys like Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, um, Geno Adkins on the defense, Trent Williams, um, and then arguably the what were the the three top safeties at one point in Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, and Eric Berry. Um, so that that's um, the reason I have it at six here. Yeah, what I struggled with 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 this and maybe some other draft classes that at the top 2013 also I think um it, it was just skill position players now I right. not against skill position players they're fun but but they're not necessarily more important than a quarterback which which just draft there this quarterback class is the worst by far uh yeah the worst by far um maybe 2013 but no it's the worst by far it's so bad but anyway um like Sam Bradford's the best quarterback but anyway, um, this draft class is very good otherwise. Uh, it, it's a solid defensive draft class. And then when you look at skill positions with, with A.B. and Gronk, who haven't exactly played um, in a year, but, but uh, I, I think this is a very good draft class, but maybe not in terms of important positions like quarterbacks or offensive linemen. So that's why I don't have it maybe even higher. Right. That's Yeah, I think that that's uh, the the argument that I would make um, as to why I don't have it higher because, you know, you you, met, you look at some of the guys, um, you know, A.B., um, Gronk, um, Gino Adkins, Chancellor, Barry, um, and Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas um, and you would – you could easily sit there and say, why isn't this higher? Well, as still mentioned, the quarterback class isn't good. The offensive line class isn't terrific. So I think that um, is why it is not um, that high. Okay, so we can move on here to, to number five, where I have the 2016 draft class. Yeah, at number five, I have the 2012 draft class. Now, I was debating between the 2016 and 2012. Um, I think what pushed the 2016 ahead for me was uh one that it it's a lot younger and two because um 
which means a lot more potential until I think it is better and maybe some or in, in a bunch of aspects um, for uh, I can't talk but on the offensive end I think the 2012 defensive class is a lot better actually than the 2016 but I think on the offensive end it is kind of overpowering now the 2012 um, class does have the the quarterbacks in Luck until like a year ago when he retired, and Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins and others. But I mean, the 2016 draft class has has Dak, who has boatloads of potential. Wentz, boatloads of potential. If he stays healthy, probably would have been the MVP of the league in 2017. Uh, Jared Goff, a bunch of other guys. Uh, not really quarterbacks, but just in general, I think this is a very good draft class. Bosa, Michael Thomas, right. In terms of quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. You could argue for either one at five, but I decided to go with 2012. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I have them flip-flopped. Um, I have the 2016 at five at the, and the 2012 at um. For I think if the if Luck um, sticks around for a little while more and um, and Wilson continues to have success, maybe it even cracks the top three in my opinion down the road. But you already have um, Luck, who's probably the best player in the draft out. Or I mean, you could easily make the argument for Ross, but. Um, yeah, so um, that that um, makes sense for both of us. We can move right along here, um, all the way up to three. Just uh, this is um, going Wait, to four. You were signifying that you had twenty twelve at four. Yeah, I have. I yeah, twenty twelve at four for me. Um, just so you guys know, this is going to be a shorter episode as we are really only ranking and not going too in depth as we've already talked about these draft classes quite a bit um, throughout the last month or so. Um, so yeah. Um, but anyway, we will move on to our top three. In the third spot, I have the 2011 draft class. Now, the 11 draft class consists of guys like J.J. Watt, Von Miller, Cam Newton, uh, Julio Jones, Patrick, Peters, Patrick Peterson, A.J. Green, Richard Sherman, um, just to name a few. So, so um, a very successful draft class. Um, guys who have had lots of playoff success as well. Von Miller um, has won... A Super Bowl, um, Cam Newton contended for a Super Bowl, um, Richard Sherman has won multiple Super Bowls with the Seahawks and went to the Super Bowl this year with the Niners, so, um, I think that that is why I have the 2011 draft class, um, it's not as deep as you would potentially like it to be, um, and I think that's right, it's not in the top two or, or even in the top spot, but, but yeah, um, Dill, what's, what's your three here? I have 2011 as well. Now, I was thinking that 2011 was going to... Or coming in, I was probably thinking that 2011 was going to be one. Like, coming into this whole redraft, but, but I was wrong. I think there's two that have kind of... A, or especially one. I think you could argue between this one and then what would be at number two. But I think one was pretty clear. Uh, I think this is a very good draft class. And, and I think it's one of the, the more parity at the top like you could argue for her who was going to be number one I think it, this was a good draft class but not as good as the top two um especially not as good as number one so that is why I had it at number three yeah I would agree um I think that you know I was debating um at least personally for a little bit um between 11 and um the um 
class I have it the number two spot, the 2014 draft class, so we can just move on to that. I think the thing that put the 14 class over the top is is how, I mean, both are incredibly good defensive classes where you have two terrific uh, defensive guys at the top, the 2011 in Von Miller and J.J. Watt, and then the 2014 in Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. I think what put um, the 2014 class over the top was uh, was probably the amount of depth. There's a good amount of depth in the 14 class. Um, but yeah, that's that's um, those are my rankings. Still, what's what's your two here? Yeah, I str- the only reason I ever really considered not having 2014 at two was was because the quarterback uh, class is somewhat weak uh, with Derek Carr and and uh, Teddy Bridgewater and. Johnny Manziel, not that he was in consideration for being redrafted, but but when you look at uh, twenty eleven with Cam, obviously who's an NFL MVP, and then then some other quarterbacks who are decent, I think this that's what. But but I think twenty fourteen is better. Otherwise, if I was really relying on quarterbacks, twenty eleven would be over twenty fourteen, but not over something like twenty twelve or twenty sixteen or what you will see at number one. Um, but without further ado, you want to move on to number one? Yeah. So we can give our final um, class here, and that would be the 2017 draft class. This is um, a terrific, terrific class. Um, To name a few of the guys, you have Patrick Mahomes, um, Deshaun Watson, um, as well as as guys like Christian McCaffrey, TJ Watt, George Kittle. The list goes on and on. It's an incredibly deep draft class with with um it might be the best running back class we've ever seen um so insane um there was probably like 11 running backs in consideration for being a first round pick and if if I really wanted to I probably could have included all 11 but I didn't want to uh Patrick Mahomes is the best player in the NFL I think um at least most people would think Deshaun Watson is probably a top five quarterback in the NFL um yeah, probably. I think this is a, a a very very good draft class, and we're only four years in, three years in. Um, so there's so much potential that it has. Uh, I would be shocked if this doesn't. Um, by by the end of everyone's career that that was included in these draft classes, I would be shocked if 2017 wasn't still number one just because of how much it has yeah. to build on. So. Yeah, I would agree. All right, guys, so that um, will wrap things up for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I am not exactly sure what um, what the plan is for the future. Uh, I mean, obviously, this will, I will keep it up as far as content. I'm not sure um, exactly what I will be doing, but um, nonetheless, you guys will continue to get content. Um, all right, so we will um, be going um over and recording a podcast on the DW podcast um doing awards and playoff predictions um with the new NBA 22 team bubble so be sure to check that one out that one uh will be fun we are about to swing it over to that uh but yeah uh that will wrap things up for this episode thank you guys for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next time